Hi there. As you can hear from the traffic, we're high above 309. A busier 309 than I would have expected since all non-essential businesses are supposed to be closed. Um, here at the Skybox in Allentown. What I'd like to talk today about is talking. Um, any of you who know me, which is most of you, know that one of the most important things to me is talking. And um, I don't categorize texting or um, Facebook messaging or even FaceTiming as talking. I'm talking about eyeball to eyeball, face to face, toe to toe talking. Uh, this is March 21st during the coronavirus pandemic. So at this point, a lot of us and a lot of you are in situations where either you're talking much more to people or you're talking a lot less. If you're talking more, I hope that, I mean, as far as face-to-face -face talking, I hope you're finding it rewarding. Um, as I said, I don't consider a, a text message thing, conversation talking. There's no nuance. I hate LOL. I've always hated LOL. Um, the use of it when it was on the receiving end, unless someone actually laughed out loud. I really didn't want to see that, especially we're on the floor laughing my ass off. Yeah, I really don't think that ever happened. Then when it switched to the sending side um, to let someone know, well, that was a joke. Well, then you should have worded it plainly enough and with enough thought that it was obvious it was a joke. Um, that's always stuck in my craw. And now with the, um, you know, emojis and GIFs, basically people are sending hieroglyphics back and forth with absolutely no effort whatsoever. I don't really consider that communicating anything of value, not at all. So face-to-face um, -face talking, the importance of it was really brought home with uh, my interview with Matt Nichols on his podcast, Fueled by Coffee. If you haven't checked those three episodes out, I, I find them entertaining. And it also showed me, even though Matt and I hadn't really talked for quite some time, we hadn't worked together, that you can fall right back into that with someone that you have an affinity for talking with. Or I guess you don't even have to. You can just meet someone. For a living, I drive people around. So I meet new people every day that I work. And some of them are not in the best of shape. Some of them have stage four cancer. And we have some really good conversations. Some of them have just found out that they have cancer. And we also have good conversations because it's just me and them and nothing to do but sit in the van as we go to wherever we're going. Um, I also get behavioral health unit discharges and uh, man, we have some, some very interesting conversations. But all this has brought home the fact that uh, I want to do this podcast because I, I like to talk. And while I'm doing these, uh, I'm, I'm looking around the room I'm in and I'm looking out the window, but I'm not really seeing anything, if that makes any sense. What I'm doing is talking to you. There's people out there that uh, I haven't talked to 
since high school. Like Roland, who's out there listening. But we have a connection still. 40, oh my God. 40 plus 45 years later, because we did talk. We would not have that connection at all if we were just met 45 years ago when there was text messaging. It wouldn't have, nothing would have been imprinted in our neurological maps like that. There's also Gary, who um, I hadn't seen in about 40 years. And there's Bob back in Lansing that I haven't seen since my mother died. And there's people that I haven't seen since Lushfest 10 at my house. Um, and we're all still connected because we made a connection through having actual conversations and talking. Um, there's a lot of people uh, from the Lush Lounge, the absinthe forum that I was involved with, that we had a lot of um, very intensive, in a good way, time together where we were just standing, talking to each other in conversations. And a conversation you can never repeat. I mean, you need... One of the things I want to point out is if you're going to start talking to people again, which I hope everybody does, this is like when 9-11 uh, happened and then there was the hope... Well, it actually happened. People dialed back their lives to what matters, which is um, interconnectedness with other people. And then it happened again in the Great Recession. And this is kind of a combination of both those things and amped up exponentially. The world is not going to be the same. It's not now from what it was a couple months ago. And after this, it's certainly not going to be the same for a while. But what tends to happen is um, the value of what's truly important comes to the fore and then it fades away again. So what I'm trying to do is point out that at least from my standpoint, conversation is hugely important. Um, like I said, Matt Nichols was kind enough to let me do his podcast and that made me want to do this podcast. And I did my interview with Slasky, Mikey Slasky, and he and I hadn't talked for years and years and years, but we fell right back into it because we had talked a lot um, previously. So it's one of those things, you know, you say you can pick up with a certain with people right where you left off. Well, you can't really do that because life has intervened in between. But what I'm hoping is that, I don't know, maybe you don't give a fuck what I have to say, but it would be nice if you would engage in more real conversation. Um, when you're talking to someone, talk to them and listen. Don't anticipate what they're going to say. I used to be hugely... Uh, flagrantly in violation of that. I would uh, try to figure out what the person's getting at and then have my response, you know, all ready to show how smart I am and all that stupid, selfish bullshit. No. Let the other person talk. The whole point is to talk and, and to let things flow whichever direction they're going to go. Um, 
you know, if your wrist buzzes because your watch tells you you have a message, don't don't look at it when you're talking to somebody. Whatever that is, isn't that important. I mean, there's a slim possibility it is, but another couple of minutes isn't going to change anything. No matter how calamitous that is, a couple more minutes isn't going to change the fact that you're having a conversation. And then if it is horrible news and you find out at least you've got somebody right there that you can talk to about the horrible news. Um, don't be thinking that you've got your laundry in the washer and it should have been in the dryer 10 minutes ago. Fuck all that. Um, it's just not that important compared to actually connecting to somebody. When I lived uh, in Da Hood in downtown Allentown, I would run into people all the time, just out, whatever I was doing, didn't matter. I could be working on my yard, I could be sitting on the stoop, I could be out picking up paper um, and other trash from the sidewalk. I did that one time and I didn't get back in the house for an hour and a half because I just kept running into people and talking to them. Now, did I have other things that I uh, should have been doing, supposedly? Yes. Did they matter? No. Anytime I get derailed due to a conversation, um, I, I just let that conversation take its way. I'm at a point in my life where when I did sell my house in the hood, the mini mansion, which some of you have been, very few, <laughs> have been listening to the story of the murder that happened there. Um, I sold it with almost everything I own left behind. That was part of the deal. And now, next year, I'm preparing to move on again. And I'm ready at this point to relinquish pretty much everything else. I just went through a great big bin of photographs all the way back to the 70s and sorted through and on the first run through even most of it ended up in the garbage and now I'm getting to the second run where I'm going to pick out you know figure out what really matters so I can get it just winnowed down and that's photographs everything else uh, pretty much is going to be gone but I feel good with that because all that matters to me now isn't things and isn't stuff and it isn't I mean, memories are important, but making new memories is way more important. I've said this many times, I have no sense of nostalgia. I'm always looking forward to the day that I get up in and what's coming in the future. But um, I don't look forward to the future so much that I neglect the day that I'm in and what could possibly happen there. So, this is just how I feel about this. Um, I know some of the rest of you do too, because I've talked to you. But I think it would behoove you to really spend more time working on having conversations instead of, um, I mean, talking conversations. Because... You know, the rest of it is just fraught with um, mistaken attempts at humor, and um, which you can't correct if you're not right there. And people 
get a text message that's 20 words and they read 150 words into it. Where if you're eyeball to eyeball and toe to toe, pretty much none of that happens. Or if it does happen, it's quickly corrected. Because there's that whole thing that may or may not be true, but I believe it is, that 70% of um, communication in an actual conversation is nonverbal. There's looks, there's um, glances, there's pauses. Someone like me that says, um, too much. There's body language. There's all that kind of stuff. You don't get any of that looking at your phone, as you know. So, just wanted to get this off my scrawny old chest. Um, any comments are welcome. Living large and hard. You can follow the podcast on SoundCloud. You can subscribe on iTunes. Um, like or Max Marvin on Facebook. I put a link up there, and you can definitely put comments on that. Text me directly if you got that info. Uh, living large and hard on Instagram. Man, I'm seeing uh a lot today. I don't know. I guess I'm sleepy. But whatever. Let's talk about it. All right. That's enough of this shit. Let's just, um, um, again. Oh my God. Let's just sit back and listen to some traffic. How's that sound? Well, how's it sound? Sounds like traffic. Traffic.